Hi, I'm Uzo, and you know, this introduction is gonna be as awkward as I am. Um, I don't know where to start. Like, I got the idea for this podcast like last year. I'm 22 years old, I graduated the end of last year, and I was like, okay, I need some hobbies. I need to do something. I talk a lot. I give a lot of advice a lot to my friends, warranted or unwarranted. Um, And so I was like, let me start a podcast. And then I remembered something that a friend actually taught me months ago about an uncooked thought. It's when your brain's not all the way there, but the thought is cooking. The thought is forming. And you just want to express that thought. Like, you just want to get it out in the open. And maybe someone's going to help you out on that front where they can finish your thought. Or maybe the thought will remain uncooked. But I don't know if you can hear that, but that is my cat, Bella, purring. She's a loud purr. But yes, um, this is going to be a podcast about my uncooked thoughts pertaining to life, pertaining to mental health, pertaining to all things. And they sure will be uncooked because a lot of the time my mouth moves faster than my brain would like. So yeah, um... That's just a quick introduction to what we'll be talking about all throughout these episodes. And with that, I would like to jump right in. Okay, so for the first episode, I wanted to talk about something that I've been doing a lot lately. And I realized it's because of all the changes that have been happening in my life one of the biggest ones has been moving out of my hometown which i've been i've been living there for 22 years since birth and moving to a new city um like where i'm going to school for my graduate degree and i know one person And it's essentially like I'm starting over and I don't have any of my safe spaces or safe people around me. Um, That, all of that stuff is so hard. And that's separately. But together, even more so. And something that I've been doing lately is... And not even lately, this is, I'm I'm admittedly a serial, what I'm about to get into, but like, I catastrophize, and that's like something that, I don't know, I wouldn't say a lot of people do it, but like, say I've heard a good amount of people do it, I feel like it's definitely like, anxiety and depression based, um, like, I don't know, but more so anxiety. And for a long time, I really thought I did not have anxiety. 
like four years, I thought I did not have anxiety. I was not an anxious person. And then I realized that anxiety really does take different shapes and forms. And just because my anxiety doesn't look like Mary down the street doesn't mean that I don't have anxiety, you know? So, yeah, I realized that my anxiety kind of takes the shape of, say, like, a dark cloud, I would say. Um, That's what it feels like. So, like, a dark cloud's looming over you, and you don't know when it's going to rain and get you all wet and piss you off, but you know it will like it's an it feels inevitable that is how my anxiety feels and it has always felt like that and I feel like that particular type of anxiety goes hand in hand with catastrophizing so catastrophizing is kind of like thinking like the like thinking the worst like Say, a good example of this is, like, um, I'm trying to think of something really small so I can build it up. Um, I lost my left shoe. I lost my left sneaker, okay? So, catastrophizing in, like, a really, like, exaggerated sense is going from I lost my shoe to like I will never fall in love and let me trace the steps for you so like to put it in context maybe you were on your way to a date and you lost your shoe and they were your lucky shoes for the date and now you can't wear your lucky shoes And the shoes that you're wearing don't even match. And you're going on this date. And it doesn't go great. But you're also really already thinking like, shit, like I'm ruined because I didn't wear my lucky pair of shoes. And so you're already really nervous and maybe the date doesn't go as you would like. And you leave the day and you're like, well, you know, maybe I still have a shot. Okay, fast forward like a, like 12 hours, 24 hours. The guy ghosts you because obviously he has issues. Um, at that point, you can, you tell yourself, yep, I was right. Didn't have my lucky shoes. Like, knew this would happen. This is why it didn't work out. And I will never fall in love. Like, that is a really, really exaggerated form of, like, catastrophizing. It's really hard for me to say for some reason. Catastrophizing. Catastrophizing, yeah. So that is like a really exaggerated example, but that's kind of what that looks like.
So lately, with all the changes I've had going on, I've definitely been doing that a lot more. Um, I think that this is also a really transitional moment in my life because I, it's also the first time in my life where I'm not doing anything really and it's not going to last long. I start school at the end of August and then I'll be super busy, but for a little over a month, like when I reach the end of this period of my life, I will have not been in school, not been working, and honestly, like just not really having any responsibilities besides taking care of my cat. Um, before, I would say I was extremely bogged down by all of my responsibilities, you know? I lived five minutes from home in my own little apartment with my best friend, but it was like I never really left home, if that makes sense, because my parents knew I was five minutes away. Um, for a lot of reasons, it was nice being five minutes away, but it also made me feel this, like, crazy burden of not being home enough and not helping out enough and it's probably like a lot of cultural guilt coming from me because of my upbringing but it's just it's really intense and that sort of like now that I'm not doing anything for a period of time I have a lot more time to think and see I even did it the other day when I was signing up for classes I like okay so signing for classes in any sense like when you're a first year or a freshman it is crazy because I don't know I, re I guess I don't really don't know how it works other places I've only been to two like um Two, I mean, like, two colleges have had this experience with my undergrad and now my graduate school. And you basically put your classes in a cart or your, like, a cart or a backpack, wherever your institution calls it. And you have to wait for your appointment time. So my appointment time was July 22nd, no, July 27th at 2.30 p.m., right? Um, undergrad, I remember my appointment a lot of the time was like 6 a.m. on a random weekday. So I had to wake up for that and I just wake up and go back to sleep right after. But let me tell you, you think that you have secured your class because you already got it ready, lined up your schedule, like it's already in your cart. All you have to do is press proceed. But the anxiety and distress of the page not loading on time because everyone's on the system at the same time. And now you're like, wow, maybe I'm not going to get any of my classes. And then you press proceed and 
it's buffering because there's so many people in the system. And then you see that three of your classes that you signed up for were full because someone, because however many people got into it before you did. So it's a really crazy experience signing up for classes. So that was my experience. I'm a first year. Um, it's my first time attending any graduate school. Um, and I had my stuff in my cart. I It was 2.30 on the dot. I refreshed to make sure it wasn't like going to send me back. And then I pressed proceed. And like two of my classes were full. And I was like, wow. So I guess I am officially screwed. I better pack it up and go back to my hometown. Because at this point, why did I come here? not going to make any friends because I didn't get into those classes. Like, now I have to sign up for, like, these other classes that aren't as cool. The professor doesn't look as cool. Like, I was really hardcore being like, I don't belong here. Um, After a quick conversation with a couple people, I was definitely able to talk myself down. My cat's here, if you can hear her. I was definitely able to talk myself down. But that's honestly what it takes a lot of the time. It's like sometimes like whenever I've been catastrophizing and it's really affected me, I will make a point to talk it through with someone, whether that's a friend or like a significant other, like talk it through with someone because it's a lot easier to hear from them like dude that's not gonna happen than to tell yourself that you're more inclined to believe them than yourself which honestly we hope to get to a point where it's like yeah like I'm just I'm just being crazy you know I'm just well I don't really like that word but I'm just being like you know I'm just catastrophizing you guys can probably hear her purring right now because I'm giving her all the cuddles in the world. I want to thank everyone that was able to stick it out through the awful audio that I imposed on you all. Hopefully, I will have that hashed out really soon before my next episode because yeah it's just not good but um yeah I will definitely be working out some sort of schedule for when I post what I post and all that will be presented super soon this is all super new to me and I'm honestly gonna be learning along the way so yeah um thank you guys so much for for listening making it through and have an amazing day um night evening afternoon whenever you're listening to this all right bye love you